This episode of the Morning Skate is brought to you by Laga Sports. Laga Sports specializes in making 100% custom, fully sublimated uniforms and apparel for a variety of sports, but they're known for the premium quality and creativity of hockey jerseys. They have a one-price, any-design policy. It doesn't matter if you're looking for a simple NHL style or if you're wanting to create jerseys that look like Rebel Fighters from Star Wars. The price will always be the same, and the design of possibilities are endless. Check them out at lagasports.com. That is lagasports.com. L-A-G-A-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com. Own your look, own the game. You'll lose 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow, up to show. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Monday, October 29th. What a day. What a day indeed. Uh, it's my birthday. I don't know if anybody else knows that, but if you want to wish me a happy birthday, you can. Again, it's my birthday. Hal, how's it going, buddy? Yeah, I feel like most people would have waited for like the co-host to be like, oh, hey, like a big happy birthday to Ken. But I mean, it took him three seconds. Um, Are you shocked? <laughs> no, I wouldn't have it any other way. So I, I don't have to wish you happy birthday because you did it for yourself, which is the only way I'd want it. Awesome. Uh Again, guys, it is my birthday. If you want to wish me happy birthday, you still can. It'll it'll be uh, uh, belated if you do the day after, right? Yeah, so make so, sure they're belated. Yeah, make, they're make sure it's belated. Uh, actually, breaking news, Carly Fuller just wished me happy birthday. So <sighs> this, this, this is going to be a good podcast, boys and girls. All right, uh, we're going to get right into it. NHL news stuff. Uh I don't know, pretty much a standard podcast. Oh, before we do that, make sure you check out the uh, Bill Clement podcast that just dropped. Guy was a fucking beauty. Absolutely loved talking to him. Thought that was really cool. Um, other than that, let's just hop right into it. NHL on the news, play the music. Okay, and we're back. We're going to break down. Uh, so I keep this countdown on the sheet that we were supposed to look at, and I'm just going to get into that immediately. Uh, a couple weeks ago, me and Hal made a bet. I said that Carter Hutton would absolutely get 20 wins this year. Hal said absolutely not. I think we bet like 10 bucks. Right now, Carter Hutton's got four wins. He's four and four in eight games played. So I, that's I think he's he's 20 percent there, right? He's 20 percent there in eighth like of, an eighth, eighth of the season. season in. So I'm feeling good about that. I mean, what what do you have on that? Yeah, I'm trying to put uh, the Hutton countdown in my rearview mirror at this point. I mean, I looked up, I looked up the stats. Like, you know what? Like, I still like it. Um, a little underdog story. I feel like there should be like some odds attached to it. Like, clearly, I, I took a the road less traveled. I, I think he has like 20 wins as his career high, but it was in like 39 games. Um, I still think, dude, and this is why I kind of want to put it in my rearview mirror. The only way I win this is like a blown ACL. And I'm not trying to root for a blown ACL. Like, I don't want this to become the Carter Hutton's knee exploded tour. Um, 
because that's just not a road I want to go down. I hope he stays healthy. <laughs> so what you're saying but, uh, right now is if he stays healthy, it's a it's a for sure thing. Unless he has a collapse, but I mean, do you agree with that? I mean, I told you that he was number one goalie from the very beginning. So if you ask yeah. me, I'm really not that shocked. He's doing exactly what I thought he would do. Um, maybe maybe a little bit less actually, but I I feel good about this. It's ten bucks. It's gonna be in my pocket. <laughs> And shout out to Carter Hunt. Stay healthy, buddy. Keep kicking. Keep the Sabers. I mean, the Sabers. They can make the playoffs this year, dude. Anything can happen. What's next, dude? All right. Uh, I think we touched on this in last week's thing. So the Red Wings had this thing where if somebody scored a hat trick, everybody got free curly fries from Arby's. And they're such a fucking shit show this year that they changed it to all they have to do is score more than three goals in a game. And they scored four against Dallas. So there's free curly fries. I just want to. I just want to get your input on the whole Arby's thing, and if you were a fan of a team that was giving away free fast food, where would you want the fast food to be from? And I, I mean, what do you have on this? Because I think like it's almost a slap in the face. It's like, hey, we scored three goals. Go eat these shitty ass fries. Yeah. So um, our listeners, you know, I stay anonymous. Our listeners, they don't know what I look like, but if you can't tell from my voice if you took one look at me you'd be like that's a kid who likes fast food um <laughs> i i've never eaten at arby's not once seriously Don't plan on it we, we had it in the mall never had it. we had it in the mall that never, we never stopped at the food court like no matter what was in the food court i i have never had arby's ever damn i've had arby's dude so hurry up i'm so starving, i mean dude. <laughs> yeah, but you love the mall, dude. You you're just an animal when it comes to the mall. You get in there and you're in your element. I was a fucking um, mall rat back in the day for sure. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know, dude. Arby's is kind of a tough look. Three goals is a, a really tough look considering everyone scores like fifteen a night now. And then to answer your question, I'm gonna go back to Buffalo. If, if I could have any fast food place give something away, it'd be Mighty Taco in Buffalo. Oh, um, Mighty like, Taco! Fuck, dude, I I haven't heard that name in years. That place is awesome. Do you remember? Yeah, so Mighty Taco late at night was the best. Like Mex- cheap Mexican food with unbelievable combos. But the part that I, I don't know how people feel about this instead of shredded cheese, they put like a slab, like the type you make like grilled cheese with, yeah. in the taco and just rolled it up that way. It was just. It was the best. So Dude, I what was what was the taco. drink that they had there? They had like a juice soda kind oh. of drink. What was it? Well, often, well, what was it? Fuck. Is it log- I don't remember. Is it Loggenberries or some shit like that? I don't know. They had like a drink that yeah. people were fucking bananas about. Mighty Taco's a good one. I mean, I'd probably stick with the, with just like a, a hard taco from Taco Bell or something like that. I'd be good with that. Right, but they, you can already steal a base for it. <clears throat> yeah. So maybe a little bit more. I did go to... I went to a river, last River Rats game I went to. Uh, they scored like a goal in the second period, and everybody got a taco from Taco Bell, and I did collect. That was that was probably 2011. You so probably felt good nice. about it too. Yeah. Were you so you were right in Albany away. when that happened? No, I, that was Albany, dude. Yeah. So where where did you get the what Taco Bell did you go to? Uh, I I went to the uh, the one near the valley. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. We're gonna move on from this 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 talk. Uh, Austin Matthews got blown up by Jake Truba, and now he's out four weeks with a shoulder injury. I guess it's not the same shoulder injury that he's had in previous uh, times. This is quite the blow, but this is why you went out and got John Tavares. I mean, obviously losing Matthews sucks, 
but you still have JT and Kadri down the middle. Like, a little bit of the firepower is gone, but you still have a great team. That's kind of my take on it. Like, if I was a Leafs fan, I'd be a little rattled. But at the same time, he's, he's going to come back a little bit more fresh, I'd say, with his legs and shit like that. So maybe in the long run this works out. I don't know. I'm just trying to, like, spin this in a positive way. What do you have on that? Yeah, I mean, well, my takeaway on this story, it's my boy Truba. Um, I've said nothing but nice things about him, and now here he is helping the Bruins out. Um, I know it kind of sucks, though, because we'll you get hate into the Bruins Truba. a little bit. I do hate Truba, but he took Matthews out, which is kind of nice for the standings for a couple of weeks. I could, I think they'll be fine. I don't think they're going to be as good. Like, I don't know. If you take Austin Matthews away, this is a super <laughs> hot take. I don't. I'm not going to say it. Don't say it. Say it. If you take if you take Austin Matthews away, the the Tamp the the Toronto Maple Leafs are like one step above of what the Islanders were when John Tavares was the captain. Oh, I don't know about that, man. I, don't I mean, know. there's a good amount of similar pieces. Yeah, I mean, I would still take the Leafs with JT than the Islanders with JT. Here's the thing, like, the Leafs' defense has been better. Yeah, and I agree with that. And Hendrick Anderson's definitely better, too. My point being is that, like, Tavares <laughs> and Marner is very similar to Tavares and Barzell last year. Like, you and, know what I mean? And like, to be honest, have to play. yeah, no, I, I think you're right there because I, I think I'd rather have Tavares. Tava, I don't know if it's Tavares or Tavares. Tavares and Barzell compared to Marner. Like, Marner's a good player, but Barzell's fucking – that kid's legit. Yeah, so, so I mean, in that sense – it's kind of concerning. If I was a Leafs fan, I wouldn't be pumped just because he already busted the other shoulder. Like you don't want your young guy to always be injured. But at the end of the day, the Leafs are going to make the playoffs. They're still going to be well above five hundred during this stretch, and you're just going to have Austin Matthews with less games under his legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. I know Toronto's freaking out, but whatever. Uh, next one, the NHL is uh, partnered with MGM Resorts to some sort of sports betting partnership so you can start betting on hockey games. I'm not a big bet like gambling guy. Like I kind of wish I was, but I don't really understand the whole puck line and all that shit. Uh, Papa wrote a blog about it. I tried reading it. See, whenever I try to get into gambling, I, I'm into it for like the first five seconds. And then I see a bunch of numbers. And I'm like, fuck, I am way out of my, that's way out of my league. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand. I'm confident with the numbers. I just can't get myself to do it. Like, I would love, I would love to be a guy who gambled all my money away, but I just I I got I have a piggy bank, dude. Like I just I, I'm a safety first guy when it comes to my funds. I can't be just throwing that around, and I know I'd be terrible. Listen, listen to our takes on this podcast. You think we would be successful? I don't, dude. I think I would suck. So if I, if I was confident in it and I did research daily, I would be all about it. I still say like if I. I hate them, but I want to go to a Vegas Golden Knights game. Like I would be tossing all my money around if I was in that situation. Yeah, I get that. I here's the thing: in order to like make money, you got to bet a ton of money. Like, and then like for me, if I was if I was gambling like one or two dollars a game, like I'd be like, I can do that. But the moment I lose like five games and I lose ten bucks, I'm like, fuck, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, dude. and that's like ten bucks. Like, <laughs> yeah, like that. That's a that's a ten and a Gatorade, dude. Dude, when I lose 10 bucks, that means I'm not filling my tank up all the way next time I go to the gas station. Right, dude. I've seen BizDev Dale do some fucked up shit for 10 bucks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> What's next? Um, Mark Bor... Oh, Jesus. Borievsky 
We'll have Your a hearing. Boy. Yeah, he is my boy. Have a hearing today for an illegal check to the head on Vegas is Cody Egan. Uh, they they tossed him out of the game for it. Somebody on the uh, on Vegas stood up for him and got his ass kicked because Boryatsky is a fucking monster. I was kind of okay with this hit. I didn't think this hit was really that bad. The more and more I keep seeing this shit, the more and more I just don't know what direction hockey itself is going in. I think if you start calling shit like this, I, I just, I don't know. To me, I understand they want to take head contact out of the game for sure. Like, I'm I'm really okay with that. But I also think that's like, some of that has to do with intent, right? Like, I think, like, if you intentionally try to fucking blow somebody up and you get their head, like, you should be suspended. But if you're just going for a fucking good hit, like... At some point, they're just going to take out, like, open ice hits. And open ice hits are one of the most fun things of hockey. Like, watching a defenseman time up a forward perfectly at center ice and get him with a good fucking hit, like, it's awesome seeing that. And now it seems like every time something like that happens, it's like immediately the coaches and the fans of the team who who guy got hit are being, are just calling for a suspension. And I, I just, I, I don't know. I have no idea. This is going to kind of tie into what Torrell had to talk about, but what did you have on this hit? Um, I just, so to get to your point of what you were just saying, I agree with you. Like I agree with you in the sense that like they, they need to like figure out what's actually a head check and what's not. There are open ice hits where the guy goes straight for the noggin. Like that happens for sure. But Tom like, Wilson does it every time he hits and, and that's what separates it, right? Like Tom Wilson literally goes out there and tries to fucking blow people up. And if you're a Capitals fan and you don't realize that, you're just like a giant homer, dude. Like, I, I I like the way, like, I like Tom Wilson. I think he's a fucking gritty player. If he was on the Rangers, I would love him. But I'm calling a spade a spade. Like, he tries to blow people up. And Right. I, I, Part, I, I don't know, dude. I know exactly what you're saying. And I feel like Borowiecki, he kind of has the same reputation. Yep. Um, but, like, what you said, dude, about, like, open ice hits being the most electric thing. Like, from the time you're five years old, like, you're taught when you play hockey. Like, you go down the middle of the ice, that's the train tracks. Like, the most exciting part, or one of the most exciting parts about hockey is that there's no, you can't hide. There's nowhere to run. Like, yeah. Like, you, there's no out of bounds. You don't just slip out. Like, you, and that was supposed to be, like, the chaos zone. So they can't get rid of that. I agree with that. And I'm probably going to put my Bruins Hardo uh, Homer hat on right now. But what Borowiec, what he did uh, to Vakaninen was a thousand times worse. That, that is like targeting a head. Like when guys like Marshan does it, dude, and it's wrong. Like when guys throw elbows at the head, like and it's intentional. Like that's what should be getting blown the fuck up. So you when thought, there's a questionable you, hit. You thought that was more of intentional rather than him being like, "Okay, somebody's coming to the net. Put my hands up." He didn't put it, but he you know like, what I mean? put his elbow out, dude. You know, so I don't think so. Like, I think, I think if you hit your hands up like that, you're going to like, you're going to like kind of hit them, dude. It was a straight out. Like to me, that's what I saw. Some people will argue with that, but like, that's like a body part to a head point blank. So that's when I have an issue with it. But the hits, like this isn't a suspendable hit. Like if they suspend for this hit, they're idiots. I don't think I was on the podcast and you talked about Peterson. That was stupid. Um, I, I don't know, man. I agree. I got ripped apart for that one, too. Um, moving on. That hit being dirty? Yeah. Yep. That's See, that's what's wrong. It's just it's, it's the internet. Every walk of life, dude. The people the people with the most irrational thoughts are the ones that are the loudest. I, you can't you can't penalize a guy for being stronger than somebody else. He did not 
here's the difference. If Matheson picked him up and was like, and like deliberately like grabbed him and like threw him on his head, that's what I'm talking about. That's a hit. That's like targeting the head. He just finished his check. But what's next, dude? Okay. Uh, you know, it's the world that can't get mad at you for that. People, the other one, the, the Carolina Hurricane saga that went on that we're going to talk about later, I can see the anger. Oh, uh, my God. But, oh, dude, don't worry about it. You think I'm going to side with them? Okay. Don't worry. I'm just saying it's more rational than the maps in it. Okay. Uh, we're, you have something between these, but I'm going to kind of – this plays into it. So John, Tor, John Torrell was interviewed a couple days ago, and he was asked about, like, the league. And I'm paraphrasing here, but he essentially said the league is going soft that he remembers the day back when, like, guys would literally hate each other and then after the game get a beer. He's He was talking about, like, even between face-offs, like, people are asking each other, like, how they're doing and shit. And, he, and Torts pretty much said he, he misses the days where it was, like, literally a war out there, where it was, like, one team against the other. That's where rivalries were instilled, all this shit. Of course, people call Tortorella an asshole because, I mean, Tortorella kind of is an asshole, but for the most part, I think he kind of nailed it on this. The game is kind of soft now, a little bit. Like... When is the last time two teams have played each other where you're like, holy fuck, I need to watch that game because shit's about to pop off? Because to be honest with you, I like really tried thinking about it. The Rangers played the Devils that one time, but that wasn't even like an ongoing like thing throughout the year. It, that was just them starting the fourth lines. If I'm talking two teams where pretty much every game they played, it was like, holy fuck. And I may be wrong, but Boston and, and the Canadians, when Lucic was on the team and Kamasarek was on the team... To me, at least, that's the last time that, like, two teams have played each other throughout the entire course of a year, and it's, like, it's going to be a goddamn bloodbath. And, like, I do miss that, too. That's just competitive nature. That's, like, wanting to be the alpha. That's, I, I don't know. What what do you have on this? Yeah, I mean, dude, I struggle with this topic because, because I was watching the Bruins uh, a couple nights ago, and, like, there was some shady shit going on. And no one was fighting anybody. And I was kind of like, like, what? Like, why has nobody jumped this person yet? Like, why are people not screaming? Like, the way that the game has been enforced turned it into, like, a game for, like, rats. Like, you, I, I forget who I was listening to. It was on, like, Sirius XM. It was on those shitty talk shows. Or whatever the fuck it is that I listen to on my lunch break while I wolf down a cheeseburger in the car. Like... And they were talking, and this guy, he was like, he played in, like, the 60s. He was like, he was like, if you did that in my era, I'd rip your fucking head off. Like, anybody can hit anybody now. That's not the way it's supposed to go. And I definitely agree with that in a sense, and, and it does suck, dude. And I'm always looking for more scraps. The one thing I will say, though, and I don't know if this is accurate, you know how, like, when you played high school hockey, you would look at, like, the kids that were, like, 10 years before you, and you'd be like, wow, those kids are legends. And then and then you graduate or whatever, and you think you're fucking sick. And then, But the kids that are 10 years after you, you're like, that's the worst hockey I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, I feel like that always happens. Like, the people before you think that hockey was the worst ever, and that hockey was the worst ever. I feel like it's always been happening. I don't know if it's, like folklore or the fact that like when you look back like were there really that many brawls i'm sure there was a ton more but, like do you know what i mean do you think yeah. it's just kind of like you always kind of want the past to be sweet yeah no i think so too but i mean this is a lot of just guys being more skilled more speed less i guess toughness i would say i'm probably gonna get ripped apart for saying that but if, if you compare it like the rangers fourth line was ortmeyer ward and betts years ago those guys do not have a shot playing the nhl right now but like 
they battled and they worked their bags off. So, I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, it's just I. It's a shit. It's a shitty topic, and it's probably accurate. I just like. I hope what happens is that the game gets so dirty because um, everyone's just skating so fast and just like kind of like tapping each other and giving each other face washes. I just hope guys start snapping again. So maybe that'll happen. But you're. You're right, dude. That's kind of what, when Ryan Reeves went on Spin Chicklets, that's kind of what he said. He said, like, probably ten, no, 10 years from now. Fight. What? Who, like, who can he fight? Yeah, and he was saying, like, 10 years from now, like, the, it's going to get so bad that, like, the NHL is going to need guys like him. So, I don't know. Um, Tom Wilson, this is kind of funny. So, the NHL Players Association appealed the original suspension of 20 games. They said that he shouldn't have been suspended at all. And then the NHL were like, well, you guys are a bunch of fucking idiots. How about we're not going to give you any games off of that? You still have to stay with the 20 games. And then I just found out that Tom Wilson is now taking this to a third party to appeal the appeal. I mean, this kind of sounds like a Michael Scott situation. Right. Like, he's appealing the appeal, dude. Third party arbitrator. Fucking sick, dude. I agree. Listen, I know you're losing a shit ton of money. And, like, if I was in the same situation, maybe it would be different. But personally, I would like to think if I had a 20-game suspension, I'd be having a good time, dude. I'd be training my balls off, and I'd be chilling at home, and I'd be watching the games on the couch, drinking a beer, and, like, traveling with the team sometimes. Like, I would be preparing to, like, have the second half of a fucking lifetime. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be, like, wearing suits and, like, giving depositions and, like, calling witnesses to the stand. Probably none of that fucking happens, but I'm going to pretend it does. Uh... (laughs) You like, you know what I mean, though, yeah. dude. Like, just give it up. Uh, I think it. I think you kind of nailed it, though. He's losing a lot of money. I think it's kind of dumb if you at least don't try. Yeah. Right, but like, I mean, the one of the issues too I have is like the NHLPA. I like what they did. They're kind of like we're gonna, we're gonna like protect all of our players and we'll fight for fucking all of you. Like, we've got your backs and like it's kind of a rallying cry. But at the same time, it's like boy who cried wolf, like. Now when you actually need it, they're going to be like, what about the other 20 times you guys argued with us that stupid shit? Yeah. Like, I just, like, I don't think Tom Wilson's, like, the hill to die on for the NHLPA. Like, maybe try to reduce it to, like, 10. I'll be like, Tom, I think that's fair. Like, everyone agrees, like, you've been a scumbag. Yeah, dude, the, the fact like, that they went in and said that he shouldn't have been suspended at all, I think it was kind of like oh, the NHL being like, okay, go fuck yourself. What was the longest suspension before this in recent memory? Do you remember? Marty McSorley. Donald Brashear. Dennis Weidman. Oh, maybe Rafi Torres. Remember he yeah, fucking like killed Yeah, like Rafi Torres is the same way. But like, I don't know, man. Sometimes you just gotta pick your fights on HLPA. No, I agree with that. Um, you do you want to talk about the Canadians and the Coyotes? No, they're good. We'll just I'll just say this really quick. They've been playing good. Yeah, kind of. Those are two teams that nobody really thought that that would have happened. And shout out to Seth, dude. Oh. Um, shout out. I don't know. Shout out to Max. Domi. He looked really good in the Bruins played him. He's riding like a huge point streak. He looks really good. I don't know. Is anybody on Arizona lighting it up? I mean, they. I guess they've been killing it. Guess how many Arizona games I've watched? 17. Dude. No, I haven't, I haven't seen any. I'm, I, I know Galchenyuk came back a couple weeks ago, but other than that, uh, they, some Christian guy scored a hat-trick. Derek Stepan had an assist on every single one of them. I, that's all That's all I got there. <laughs> all um, right. Go, go Yotes. I'll support you, Seth. <laughs> The New York Rangers have taken too many men on the ice penalty in three straight games and in five of their last 11. So that's where the Rangers are at right now. 
Um, today they spent some of their practice practicing line changes. Uh, so that's a National Hockey League team practicing getting on and off the bench. I, I respect the fact that the Coach Quinn has to nip this in the bud, but it's kind of embarrassing the fact that you have to tell professional ice hockey players who have been doing this their whole lives how to fucking change. Um, the other night I watched them play the Kings. And I didn't think they played that well, but the points were on the table. And then Lumquist led in a goal from Alec Martinez. Last time Alec Martinez scored against the Rangers, he won the fucking Stanley Cup. That guy's my kryptonite. I just, I don't know what the Rangers, what they have going on. Larry Brooks just came out in the post and was like talking about how the Rangers need to start selling now instead of waiting for a while. And I mean, I, I was always on the fucking train, like don't trade Zuccarello, all this shit, but I mean, at this point, uh, you're not making the playoffs. Uh, he has one year left. I, I want to be – you'd have to trade him. You'd have to at least try to get a first for him. I don't know if that, that could happen. I mean, Zach Ronaldo got a third. So, and wherever Zuccarello goes, I'm letting you know right now, I'm going to pledge allegiance to that team because it's going to be a playoff team no matter who it is, and they they will be my ride-or-die team. I'll probably get a Zuccarello jersey from whoever he's – actually, I'll wait because he's going to be a free agent, but – um, yeah, the Rangers suck, dude. They're real bad. Um, that video you posted of Quinn, Ugh. and then you, you went to his face. Did you know the uh, like Curb Your Enthusiasm music? I wish you put that on there. Yeah. Dude, he looked, he looked so fucked. I, I, uh, I don't know. I think it's. I mean, I would be happy if I were you, I guess, because they're gonna have to blow it up. And then. The other thing, too, it was like October 27th, and I was checking my phone. There was like already Kevin Hayes trade rumors, and I was like, didn't he just sign a, like a one-year deal like three weeks ago? Yep. Yeah. Dude, is he playing terribly? Like, no, he's, Quinn no, he's like, so Quinn, Quinn benched him like in the second or third yes. game of the year, and ever since then, Kevin Hayes, is, he's been our best player, and it hasn't even been close. Like, he's been absolutely carrying the offense. He's been playing great defensively. Like, he has been fucking legit. So I can see why they would want to trade him now while people would think he's fucking sweet or some shit. Dude, he, he's, like, this is the this is the most I've ever been impressed by him. Like, I've always known he was talented, but this year he's, it's even more of a step. Uh, I'd trade him all, dude. Get rid, get rid of Chris Kreider. I am so over fucking Chris Kreider, dude. This guy should be a fucking great player. He has all the physical tools, but he is a fucking idiot. Um, Mika Zibanejad, I actually kind of like Mika's DJ. Uh... Heedle, uh, this is this is one. So he, I think he has two points in eleven games or some shit like that. And all these like analytic people are like, "Holy shit!" When he scores a goal, they're gonna start coming in and all this stuff. And like he doesn't look terrible, but he also, I mean, they've been saying that for the past five games. Like, when's he gonna score a goal? When are all these goals gonna start fucking coming in that you're talking about? Is this gonna? Am I gonna have to wait until fucking game number fifty for him to pot ten goals? So he's gonna have ten goals on the year. Like, what the fuck's that? Anthony D'Angelo finally got in the lineup, a goal and an assist. Fucking played great. Mark Stahl still a piece of shit. That's where we're at with the Rangers, dude. Ugh, it's, Kevin Shankirk looks terrible. Like, I, I've always yeah, liked up? Kevin Shankirk, but he is bad. Like, bad. Can't get what shot. Happened? He can't get shots through the point. And you'll hear Joe McLeddy be like, Kevin Shankirk's one of the best defensemen in the league and getting shots through the point. I don't know if there's a stat right now that you can look up shots blocked, but, like, He's got to be up there. Got to be up there. And he looks slow as shit. Brendan Smith has been like the highlight of my year. How are the Bruins looking? Let's get a Bruins update from you. How are they looking? Uh, it's been better. It's been worse. Classic Tuca getting off to a terrible first month. 
Uh, oh, I saw a tweet. I saw a tweet about that. Somebody said that Halak should be the starter, and Tuga needs to earn it back. Yeah, I will say too. I mean, it happened last year. Godobin kind of became the starter for like a month. Halak has looked really good, which I know is not going to last. And at the end of the day, in the playoffs, I want Tuga in net. Halak has been like good. Uh getting away from that rubbish. I mean, the defense is so beat up; it's fucking terrible. No Krug, no McAvoy, no Kevin Miller. Uh, What's wrong with McAvoy? Came on. McAvoy, I don't know. I don't. I don't think anyone knows. But he, so he went out, and then Bakken came up as the eighth defenseman. He got a conky, and now we're we're at Steve Camper, our number nine's like playing fifth minutes, and then our number ten defenseman Jeremy Lazan is playing too. So. Defense is kind of in shambles, but they're holding it together. Matt Grizzlick and John Moore have been unbelievable during the stretch. John Very Larson. happy with the John Moore signing. Thank you. He he's not physical. Um, he's not really an offensive like treat, but I don't think I've seen him fuck up a breakout this year. He skates. He gets the puck. He moves his feet and he picks his head he's up, and skater. it works almost every time. Yeah. So. I, I'm really happy with him, and Matt Grizzlick stepped up too. I think Matt Grizzlick hasn't been a minus in a game for like seven months or something like that. So he might. I think he should stay in the lineup too when all our D come back. That'll be interesting. The thing that is bothering me about the Bruins is our offensive depth. Uh, we just need more guys to start performing. I'm the only. I think we have the best line in hockey, and I'm not going to listen to Avalanche fans. But I think. You got to start thinking about moving Pasternak down. I think Krejci and DeBrusque are great players, and they've been doing well, but they need help. And then, outside of that, dude, our bottom six is injured too, and it's kind of a mess. And guys like Heinen, who has a stupid face, aren't producing. So, I will say this: when you were talking about Zuccarello, he would—he is literally what this team needs. I would give you a first and more, like whatever you want, in a heartbeat. Like I—I I don't think the Bruins' window is that long last thing past this like we have a year or two left and i think zuccarello would be the perfect fit for our top six dude he would he would he would fucking fit in with you guys awesome too like he's got he's got a little bite to him for a little guy that you wouldn't really like expect shout out to steve camper who who hashtag do damage last night it's nice to see that he's really back on the red Sox train Uh, i'm glad that he's doing well for you steve camper never forget that guy um, I remember I met him outside of MSG last year and I said, Hey, and like, he started walking over, like I was going to ask him for an autograph and then I just kind of looked at him and I was like, no, nah, I'm good, dude. So shout out to Steve Camper. Um, and that was the NHL in the news. Well, I, we'll see how the, I mean, the Bruins are going to make the playoffs. The Rangers suck. Uh, moving on Twitter questions. Go. Yeah. Trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. Okay. Twitter question time. This one's from Seth. Number one. Happy birthday, Ked. Thanks, Seth, dude. Appreciate that. And then uh, number two, a question for the podcast. If you were starting a franchise, would you rather build around a bona fide number one center, say a guy like Anze Kopitar, or a true number one defenseman like Victor Hedman? Um, this is kind of a good question. Um, I mean, it depends. Uh, the true number one center, I mean, if it's Crosby or McDavid, you're picking those guys, right? But I think he. I think it's kind of like the 1B or like 1A. I, I don't know. Um that's tough. I, I would rather pick a center just because I, I don't know. What, what do you have on that? Convince me what way I should go. Uh, super tough question. I think you can go either way. I think I think my answer 
Oh, oh, I changed, I changed, like I changed, I changed mine. Mine's, I'm going to do a number one defenseman because if you get a true number one defenseman, that motherfucker is going to play like 27 minutes a game. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think a number one defenseman makes sense. Like, if you get a number one defenseman, they can carry a D for like years. You're right; they'll play half the fucking game for you. I will say though, I think, I think number one center. If you have like a top five center in the league, that means you're going to make the playoffs every year. Like. I know Connor McDavid didn't make it last year, I guess. I mean, that team was a huge mess, and I guess I literally just ruined my whole point. But I, I honestly think if you have a super elite center, you're in every single game. No? Yeah, no, I think so. But you could also argue the fact that... Oh, wait, breaking news. Mark Borietsky just got suspended three games for that check. <laughs> See, that's... Whatever. I just, like... That hit was not... Uh, yeah. I just, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, Yeah, we're going to move on. What's He said, what's the best beer league team name that you've played against? I don't really know. Beer league team name? I guess I really haven't played against that many clever ones. The Moose Knuckles, I guess, which I don't even really get. I guess it's like a camel toe, but I, I don't know. Yeah. The one thing, the one thing I did was like I think cool names are sick. We just don't know creative people, but I always thought it was cool in our beer league. Like there was the Moose Knuckles, but I liked our team because we made our own jerseys. But like we just like stuck with the generic name, like oh, sponsor yeah. Navy Molson. Like we yeah. didn't. Yeah, we played. Yeah, we played in the Molson league, and, and the jersey color that we were originally given was navy. So our team name for years was Navy Molson. And it got to the point where we would order these jerseys and we'd put Navy Molson on them. And, like, people that would watch the games would come up to me afterwards and be like, thank you for your service. And I'd be like, uh, that's not Stolen Valor. That's just, that's the color jersey that we got. So. Wait, what do you mean? Like, somebody thought we were, like, a Navy team. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because we had, like, the blue camo, too. I can't believe... Yeah, happened twice. I can't believe people thought we were a bunch of active service and veterans playing hockey. We were just a bunch of idiots. Just a, bun- <laughs> just a bunch of drunk college kids. That's all it was. <laughs> Dude, I didn't know that. I never even put that correlation together yeah. that people could have confused that for Stolen Valor. Happened twice. I mean, dude, it kind of makes sense. Like that, like, that was not the idea behind that at all, but we had blue, like, digital camo jerseys with a New York Ranger crest that said Navy Molson on it, and then on the one shoulder of our jerseys had the American flag. So it kind of, like, I can get why somebody would get, like... I don't, that that was not in my thought process at all when we came up with those jerseys. So that's on you, dude. Um, CJ Gray fourteen wants to know: Can we get a pickup game together for friends, listeners of the podcast? CJ, dude, I would love to do this, but that sounds like a giant pain in the ass. Like, I'm I'm from upstate New York. If we can get a a big group of people to come to fucking Saratoga, I'll run out ice. I don't get like we could do that. Maybe hold like a festival or some shit. Try to get you a. a Holiday Inn block or some shit, but I, I don't know. How I know, yeah. how how would be like I'm going and then he'd fucking wouldn't show up. Yeah. Uh how would you uh you were always the beer league captain. I know you said how great it is that you're not anymore. I feel like you have so many beer league connections you're gonna end up being a guy who runs a sheet for the, a group. At some point in my life probably, yeah. I could see that happening. Are you worried about that, dude? Guys don't yeah. get stuff in yeah. books. Yep. It's gonna be a big problem in your life. Yeah, but I kinda I want that to happen when I'm like sixty. Like I don't want to. I don't want that to happen anytime soon. Dude, could just go to the just go to the early bird special skate. The lunch bu- the lunch bucket hockey, dude. 
Yeah. Uh, Dad of Moya wants to know, Ducks and Kings have been struggling. Is the big down-the-middle roster strategy done? I think this is kind of an interesting question. So over the last couple of years, that's all you've heard. Like, you build big through the middle, right? And now, because the game is changing and because the players really, I mean, look at look at guys like Keller, Gaudreau, uh, who's Gallagher, Marshan. Like, those guys aren't big guys. So I think it's a good question. However... If I had a hockey team and I was big down the middle, I'd be kind of happy about it. What, what do you have on that? That's a good question. Yeah, I think I think the one thing I'll say about that is that uh, the those two teams are old. Like their cores are kind of old yeah. down the middle. So, so I think I think big down the middle would still probably work. I just don't think there's too many young teams. I know they're not really down the middle. It's a lot of wingers, but I, the Jets kind of come to mind. It was like a top six that has some pretty tall, beefy guys on it. So, I mean. I think it's still. I think it still plays. I just don't think anyone currently has an active roster because I'm assuming those players are harder to find nowadays. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's something that you're gonna see, but instead of maybe being big down the middle, you just have like really good players down the middle. Yeah, it's an interesting theory for sure. Yeah, because I mean, uh, I've heard that plenty of times. Dad of Moya, you should uh, you should give us an update a couple of months on big down the center's going. Yeah, because we're, yeah, we're not really big West Coast guys. Oh, my God. Speaking of West Coast guys, shout out to that guy who quit darts because of you. That was one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen. We got an email from this guy, big supporter of the program, uh, loves West Coast hockey. Uh, gave him a promo code to order some uh, merch and shit like that. And he, he broke the news to us that this is the longest time he's gone without a cigarette because Hal quit dip. Uh, I think that is that, that was one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I I mean, shout out to me. Yeah, and that guy. Shout out to that guy. More importantly, yeah, dude, because that's a fucking grind and a half. Yeah, man, he's fucking doing it. We're we're making the world a better place. I can't wait to talk Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, and last question, Papa wants to know: Will Neilander be playing on an NHL team before Thanksgiving? And if so, what team? I think I think yeah I think he's gonna be signed sooner rather than later with Mud Matthews coming uh, or getting hurt or whatever I think this would be the time that the Leafs would want to go sign him right yeah I guess dude yeah I I don't know maybe maybe now Nylander's like the balls in my court guys like if the Leafs will lose like three straight games are the Leaf are they gonna like panic and call him right away and be like done I I don't know this is this is like a whole leverage thing it's like. Yeah, I don't, I, know, I don't know. Pendulum swings, dude. If I was a Leafs fan at this point, I would be like, "Fuck this Nylander guy." Yeah, dude. Right? Go like, play, go play here in Sweden. Pal. Yeah, go fuck yourself, buddy. All right, now we're gonna move on. Patty B Hotline. We have one question from Pat. Pat, what is it called? Hey, this is the Patty B Hotline, brought to you by the Morning Skate. Thanks, Pat. Here we go. Hey, Morning B. Hey, no, hey, Morning Skate. Patty B here. Sorry, a little hungover from last night. So, so I got a scenario for both you guys. You need a relocated team. New Jersey's new everything. Um, what kind of city would you start out at? And what would your jersey style be? Either from a college team or an NHL team. Um, and that's about. And what would you call yourselves? All right, later, guys. Bye. So Pat, I'm pretty sure last week like we answered this question. I'm not positive, but I think something along because we've been talking relocating. But having said that, whatever, I'll nip it in the bud. I would go. 
Fuck, man. This is, it's actually not a bad question to ask. Uh, I would want to be like the Nova Scotia Nighthawks or something like that. And then my jerseys would be like the Icehawks from the Mighty Ducks movies. Ooh, that's not bad. Um, I'm probably going to get chirped for this too because there's probably a team that rocks this color, but I'm just totally blanking on it. Let me hear it. I'm looking, and I don't know where they would be located. I mean, people, okay, well, fuck it. I'm just going to do a realistic one. Let's go Seattle. I, Seattle always has those Pacific Northwest colors I said, but one color that I think should be rocked, like a sharp, like in-your-face purple. Hmm. Think about the Minnesota Vikings jerseys. I actually don't mind them. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. The Kings, but they don't do yeah, it. Yeah, those lot. are like they they rarely wear the it. Avalanche, I, but they don't do it ever. I mean, they do, but it's a different type of purple. Right, that like that purple, purple, dude. I think that would look kind of sick. Like, I think in the NHL, like I think you could pull that off and people would eat them up. Like, if that had a sick logo on it, I think that'd be a popular jersey. Yeah, yeah, I guess. People love, dude, people love the old Kings jerseys. Those were nasty. Yeah, I just I just keep thinking of like CBA, and I'm. I'm all right with it, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> the Christian Brothers Academy, dude. They were sick, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. I get I get what you're saying. If you guys have a voicemail, call in 518-309-2595. That's 518-309-2595. Now it's about to get serious. We're now going to bring you, uh, bring you guys the Lagos Sports, Lee Stepniak, Hero, and Zero of the Week. How do you augment that young group with a veteran player that brings stability, adds a little scoring punch, has been around the block to make a difference. Tonight's focus is on that guy. Number 21, Lee Stempniak. I'm fucking ready for this. Okay. But wait, before you get started, I just want to follow back up on our last uh, segment. I just wanted to say I do agree with the point that if I walk into a room and there's more than three people that went to CBA in the room, I walk out immediately. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Do you want my hero first or my zero first? Uh, hero of the week. No, let's go zero. Let's get let's get dark first. Okay, my zero of the week are Carolina fucking Hurricanes fans. And the Carolina Hurricanes. This fucking thing that they do after the game. And and it's hard to like articulate because I I've, I've literally been trying to like figure out why I hate it so much. And I think it just comes down to one of the, those things where if you see something that's stupid and it's stupid, it's fucking stupid, dude. The fact that these guys are doing this after the games, like the first time that, do you remember when I hadn't seen it yet? And you're like, Ked, you like, you need to watch this. And I watched and I was like, what the fuck was that? And now they're doing this kayak shit. Like, I just don't get it. It's juvenile to me. It's like East coast hockey. And I just, I do not understand it. And, and I don't understand people who actually like enjoy watching that. And, and it's kind of hard because I've always kind of liked the hurricanes, but I, I think what they do after the games, I just don't get it. Like Dougie Hamilton flossing, what was that? That made so much sense. There's a reason why he couldn't last on two teams, why nobody liked him. It's because he does stupid shit like that. And I don't understand why I why I got criticized for fucking calling it how I see it. Like, I'm not criticizing you guys for how you see it. Well, I did, and that's I'm going to get into that with my hero. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of what I have. Actually, can I just keep, can I keep rolling? Can I keep going through this? Yeah, before it will... All right, yeah, go ahead. Well, no, do you have anything to say on that? Yeah, I'm not going to st- I'm not I just wanted to add that like some of the responses we were getting. I I hadn't logged my phone for like 24 hours. Some of the responses we were getting were unreal. Um shout out shout out someone Jordan crying faced us. Did you see that? Yeah, but it wasn't even like a good one. 
Like it was like literally Microsoft Paint. So, so having said all this, my hero of the week also goes to the Carolina Hurricanes fans because I've never seen a group of fucking, I guess, loyal hockey fans that really fucking live and breathe for their after game type shit. Um, I think if I just kept the first tweet I like tweeted out, it was like this is some of the dumbest shit I've ever seen. And I should have just That's left. I, yeah, but I should have just said I should have left it at that. But guys, it was my birthday this weekend. I got into one, and for some reason, at that point in my life, I felt very emotionally invested in telling you how much, like how much I disagreed with you. And I probably shouldn't have gone along and said like you're a lost cause. Like I probably should have kind of went with more of a funny type way of saying that. So for that, I apologize. But other than that, I still think it's the dumbest shit that I've ever seen. And I. I guess agree to disagree. I'm sorry if you've listened to the podcast and now you hate me because I think a bunch of grown men doing a kayak thing, some of the dumbest things I've ever seen. But you want to know what? I, I think the fact that you don't think it's dumb, I think you're an idiot. How about that? You think I'm an idiot? No, you're an idiot. You basically just took back your whole apology. <laughs> but but I do say, but I'm sorry for bringing it up and being that emotionally best. It's kind of one of those things, right? Because if I fucking rescind what I say, I look like I'm soft and I don't want to rescind what I say because I think it's very dumb. However, I don't think maybe I shouldn't have gone that extra step that I had been known to go, I guess. I, I don't think it's that you called it dumb. I think it's that you called them dumb. Okay. Well, then, I'm sorry for calling you guys dumb. And, and to right. be honest with you, I feel like I, I tweeted the first thing. You guys were calling me dumb. I was drunk. I, I Honestly, I was just trying to put my balls on the table. I didn't know how many Carolina Hurricanes fans followed us on, yeah. on Twitter. And, yeah, I guess that's what happened. When you uh, when you mocked that one person, that's when I knew I texted you. You didn't res- you responded like two hours later, like and it didn't even make sense. So I yeah. was like, all right. Yeah, uh, I was fucked up. I was I and, and like, I'm I'm sorry I, for some of it. I'm not sorry for all of it, but I'm sorry if I offended people. And you want to know what? Maybe you guys should say you're sorry to me. So they were pretty mean. I would say um, my opinion on the matter is kind of what I like. If you like think like the kids are getting into it and you're gonna grow the game that way, that's fine. Like, oh, oh, that. Can I just call one more pause, dude? I'm sorry, this just came to me. Kevin Valeni, go fuck yourself, dude. Yeah. Tweeting at us like, oh, it's growing the game. Like, when did this kid become some sort of social justice warrior on online trying to get fucking 18 to 20 likes on a tweet? Are you fucking kidding me, Kev? Yeah, I'm talking to you, and I called him, and he didn't pick up because he's fucking soft. Kevin, that's for you, bud. All right, now keep going. Um, if that's your angle and like you just want them to have fun, you think people like it, fine, whatever. But if you can't see the other side where it's like that's kind of stupid, well, that's where I have an issue with it. Actually, what I really have an issue with is how people are talking about how like the stands are full and like people are coming to the game and having a good time. They are 30th in attendance this year, their rank is 70% full, and that's just. Bought tickets, not how many people show up. Seventy percent full at home games. It's one hundred and one percent full on the road. So you do the math, Carolina Hurricanes fans. You want to build the game. You're like ten years too late. You that my issue is that you see these franchises. Um, fuck. I, I mean Nashville, Tampa, Vegas. They went into non hockey markets, and the fan base is attached to them. Phoenix is trying, and like I give credit to Phoenix Mm because I feel like they're still dogging it out and like it hasn't really worked out but they got Austin Matthews and I 
think they might be able to stick, and I hope they do. But Carolina Hurricanes fans, if you want to cry about like growing the game, go to the games. Go to the games. Yeah, and like, and the thing is, is I actually kind of like the Hurricanes. Like, I like their jerseys. I like fucking Ajo's nasty. Like, they have a ton of really young players that are awesome. This shit, like, what do you think is going on in the locker room when they're like, okay, we're after we win, we're going to sprint, and then we're going to come back and do a kayak thing? Like, could you ever imagine, like, being on a team where they're like, yeah, this is what you have to do? No. Like, I, I, I mean, and with that part, again, like, for some reason, they kind of look like they're having fun, so, like... If they think it's funny and, like, they're able to, like, drink beers about it, fine. I think they're – you like the Hurricanes. I think this group's kind of nerdy. Um, not like, in a bad way. Well, I they're just not my cup of tea. Um, but I don't know, man. Do you know what – like, Carolina Hurricanes fans, you had your chance at this NHL team. You can talk about how ownership is inept and they always trade away good players. But, like, you've won cups too, like, and you disappeared after those. I just – I think they came down a little harsh on you. I think it's unfair for them not to look themselves in the mirror. But at the same time, if you like that, I don't care, I guess. I just, I don't know. I I, I guess, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I was rattled. I, I had no idea how many passionate Carolina Hurricanes fans they were. That's how come they're my hero of the week, too, because they fucking stayed together, dude. They were tried and true. Well, here's my thing. I think I will have respect for Carolina Hurricanes fans if they get more mad about what I said than what you said, because what I said is what should actually hurt, which is that you guys blew your own chances at a team. Not what he said, making fun of a gimmick, trying to keep people there when you should have been doing that for 15 years. I like your fire, dude. Now, let me hear your hero and zero now that we're done with that. Um, my zero of the week, I'm just going to sound this off, and I'm going to be a hypocrite because we just talked about it all podcast. <laughs> there's there's a bunch of stuff going on at the NHL right now, and I wish there was more fighting, and I wish there was more accountability, and I wish people were just more pissed off, and everyone wasn't kind of just like a nerd. But hockey's hockey. I'm not gonna go anywhere. I still I still enjoy the games. It's definitely a different product, and there's some things that I really want them to bring back and figure the fuck out. But I just want everyone to know that hockey is still hockey, guys. So when you're on the internet, just remember it's still the best game in the world. It's still super entertaining. We just kind of got to tweak it a little bit. If we can combine this unbelievable skill with the tenacity and the intensity of the 90s, it will be the best product the NHL has ever had. We're like this close. Yeah. No, I agree. I just kind of wish it was a little bit more tough. But, I like, skill-wise, and I mean, it's they. I don't think the league's ever had this much skill, right? No. No, for sure not. Dude, everyone's best player is like 12 years old. Yeah. Which is fucking business. <laughs> My hero of the week. Um, before the podcast, we come on here, um, and Ken usually he usually has one take a poop, two grab a snack, three yell at his roommates. Well, his roommate, the sheriff, was downstairs. I look up to the guy. He's tough. Don't have jackets. He's got a sick garage. Um, got a sick garage. Just a nail gun. So I, I love the guy. I heard. Ked's dad, the sheriff, uttered the words, yeah, we still have some turkey burgers left, and it made me gasp. I never thought in my life that the sheriff would be talking about turkey burgers. If it's if he's on a health kick, he's trying to get healthy. I love you, dude. All the power to you. I hope you do. But at the same time, if you don't think I'm going to turkey for eating a couple turkey burgers, pal, I mean... Jesus, take the suspenders off. Let him breathe a little bit. I just, Damn, what's dude. next, dude? Is he wearing cardigans downtown? <laughs> <laughs> avocado? 
and spread some avocado on that turkey burger. Uh, I can't nice wait. I can't wait to. Ha- I can't wait to play this for him. He's gonna fucking freak out. It was all in love. So my hero of the week, even though you ate a turkey burger, is still the sheriff. It's good here to have. Um, we were gonna do three. Like, do you? I'm kind of all set on three stars. At yeah. least for this week, yeah. So that's the podcast, guys. Thank you for tuning in, checking it out. Um, shout out to everybody who listens to us. Keep trying to spread it around. We're trying to get as many people on this thing as possible. How do you have anything else? Go Canes. Anything else? Happy birthday. Thanks, dude. All right, see you guys. Just tell me how you want your kid, girl